We begin the current daf. Masech this Baba Kama daf Tzadi base. We get eight lines down at the top of the Amud. But the Gemara continues with the next Mishnah and the theme of the Mishnahis in this parak, parak Achayvul, regarding the five punishments, the penalties that happens if a person injures his friend, Nezik Tzad, Reaper Shevis, and Baishis. Continuing specifically on the last one, that of humiliation. Now, Rashi just points out that this Mishnah is an anonymous Mishnah. It's not going back on the last opinion mentioned, the previous Mishnah, that of Rabbi Kiva. So the Mishnah begins, Even though, even if, the assailant gives to the victim the payment for the damages, he pays for his humiliation, However, he's not forgiven until he requests from him mechila, forgiveness for what he did for him, that he damaged him and that he embarrassed him. Shnamak says, the passing Bereshis says, where Hashem Yisbarach says to Abimelech, now return the wife of the man, as it says during the Pasuk in Perichav, Pasuk Zayin, because he's a prophet, and he will pray for you, and then you'll live, etc., where the Pasuk there is talking about this concept that even though he, he compensated, he, he paid for what he did, in other words, he gave Sarah back to Avraham Avinu, still it wasn't over until he said, go ahead and ask Mechila from Avraham Avinu. Now continues the Gemara, continues the Mishnah, Where do we know that if, let's say, the victim does not forgive the assailant? Shuach Zari, that is considered cruel. Shnemak, it says the Pasuk later on, it says, That Avram Avinu davit Hashem, Hashem healed Avimelech and the whole household. So you see that Avram Avinu, if he did it, it means to say it was necessary, because if not, if someone is requested to forgive and doesn't, he's considered an achzar. The Mishnah continues says, if someone says, tell somebody else, blind my eye, cut off my hand, chop off my foot. Says the Mishnah, if the guy goes ahead and does it, Chayv is going to be liable. It's not, if someone says it, it's not a license to go ahead and do it to that person. Let's say he says, I'm a nas lifter, on the condition that you should be exempt, which the Gemara will explain this halacha, still Chayv is still going to be liable for the damages that he does to that person. Now let's say that's regarding the person's body. Let's say it says, Karek Eskesusi, tear up my blanket, Shibra Eskadi, break my jug, Chayib there also is going to be liable, but Amanas Lifter, if in that case regarding monetary, he says, on the condition, yes, do it with the condition that you'll be exempt, and he does it, Potter then is going to be exempt. Now, that's in regards to himself and to his money. Let's say he says, Asakin Ish Plaini, I want you to do that to that person, Amanas Lifter, on the condition that you'll be exempt, I'm taking responsibility. Says the Mishnah Chayiv be Megufa be that whether it's that person's body or that person's money, the assailant is the one that's going to be liable. There's no exemption, even though the guy who told him to do it said, I'm a Nas lifter. Now, the Gemara explains the halacha of that Mishnah. Tarabana Amru, all these things that they, we said in the previous Mishnah regarding the, the payments that have to be given for a person that was embarrassed, whether it was a seller or a mana or 200 or 400. Says the Brayse, that's only demay boishase. It's only the monetary component of the compensation for the person's humiliation. but for the person's pain that he worries about the fact that he got humiliated, his emotional pain. Even if the assailant brings all the carbonas, all the most choicest rams in the world from the voyas to as as a carbon, he's not going to be forgiven at until he requests from that person. Mercy, mechila, forgiveness for what he did to 
So like it says in the Pasuk, which we quoted in the Mishnah, Hashav Ish, go ahead and return the wife of the man, Kinavihu, because he's a prophet, he'll pray for you, you see that although you gave her back, you did the tshuva, but you still need to do an actual request for forgiveness, and then he could pray for you, and then you'll be forgiven. Now once the Gemara introduced this Pasuk, the Gemara goes into a discussion regarding that parasha over there with Avram Avinu and Sarah and Navi Melech. So the Gemara asks, the Ashes Navi Baya Haduri, how do we understand the Pasik? Says, return, Hashem is telling him, return the wife of the man because he's a prophet. So what? The wife of a prophet you have to return by taking away someone's wife? Ashes Aduri, but if he took away the wife of someone else who is a married woman, doesn't have to return her? What does that mean? So Amr Bishmul by Nachmain Amr Bianis and he says, there's two parts to the Pasik. Hashem Ashes Ish. He told him, return the wife of the man. That's Mikamakum. That's in any situation. A married woman you took away, you have to return her. Now, but the second part, what Hashem was telling him was, Uduka Amr, in this that you said, that Abimelech was complaining. Tashem, Hagoygam Tzadik Tarek, what? A nation, uh, righteous people that, that are righteous, you're going to kill them? Halahu Amr, Leachaisi. What do you mean? Avram Aminu told me that he, she was his sister. And she also, Sarah told me that Avram Aminu is her brother. So why am I getting killed? What would I do wrong? I asked, and they said she's single, and they're just siblings. So that's what Hashem was telling him, no, 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 Nabihu, he's a prophet. He's someone that's very insightful. He already learned, he knows how to read in between the lines. If a guest comes to the city, what do they ask him regarding elements about his lodgings, about what he's going to eat, what he's going to drink? Do they start asking questions about his relationships, regarding his wife, regarding his marriage? The questions he got was, is she your wife? Is she a sister? Uh, he started picking up what's going on over here. They're going to kill him if it's his wife. So he says, no, 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 my sister. But he realized what it is that you wanted. So don't make like you're a righteous person. You do deserve to be punished. As the Gemara concludes, from here is where we learn that the son, the Noahites, those... The, the, the Gentiles in the world, that they get killed. And that is, because he should have learned, the, the guy should have learned, common custom etiquette, and he didn't learn. From the, and we see this in the fact that Hashem told him that Avram Avinu is a prophet, which sounds like that the complaint that you had was, what do you want from me, what do I do? I just asked... I, I, I asked, and they said, she's single. Is that, no, you deserve to be killed because you should have learned, Derek Harris, you know that what you were doing, you were putting him in a compromising situation. He realized what your intention, your ill intentions were, and therefore, don't make like you're righteous. That's what with the, uh, uh, Hashem was responding. Nabi, who is a prophet, he realized what I'm telling you also is what you were out to really do without really explicitly saying it. Now, it says over there that one of the punishments that Avimelech uh, and his household had because he had taken Sarah was ki otzer otzer Hashem that Hashem had closed up where there the Pasuk says ba'ad kol rechem laves of Avimelech for every womb in the household of Avimelech because he had taken Sarah the wife of Avram so Amr Belazi says what's this that it repeats otzer otzer it says what are these two closings so he says, it's coming to tell you that Achas Be'ish, by the man there was one closing of the orifices, Shechva Zerah, which was that his semen couldn't come out. But Shtayim Be'isha, the two closings, as it says there in the Pasuk, by the Rechem, by the womb, which is by a woman, so that's the double that there was two closings by the woman, which that was Shechva Zerah, which as Rashi explains, meaning that the, the semen could not enter 
into the, 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 the womb of the woman, and, and it couldn't, actually couldn't come out. And Valeda, and regarding birth. Now, B'masnita Tana, the Bryce actually was learned that Shtayim there were actually two closings by a man, which was Shechvazeru Ketanim, which was semen and urine. And Shlesha Be'isha, and actually three by a woman, which was Shechvazeru, which was the semen. Again, the way Rashi explains that she couldn't actually expel it. Ukitanim and her urine, Valeda, and also wasn't opening up to give birth. Ravinam, he says it was actually Shalish Be'isha, actually three closings by a man, which was Shechvazeru, semen, Ukitanim, and urine, Upitabaz, which is the opening for the excrement, which is the, the, the rectum to be able to relieve himself. And it was our Baal Be'isha, was four by the woman which was Shechvazera, which was not, didn't expel the semen, but later the child couldn't come out, Ukitanim and her urine, and Upita Baaz, and by the rectum. Now the passage there goes on, as we said, that it was Atzar, Atzar, closed in front of Ba'ad Kol Rechem, in front of every uh, womb. So what's this Kol Rechem? So Amir de Biribiani says, I feel a turn, the Geilish of Abimelech, even the hens of the household of Abimelech, the chickens, Lo'itilo Beit Sasa, didn't lay its eggs. Every Rechem, every womb, even though the animals were closed. Now, relating to this parsha with Abimelech and Avraham Avinu, the Gemara tells us, Amalei Rava L'Rabba Barmari, which then the Gemara goes on to have many different statements and teachings from Rava and Rabba Barmari regarding finding sources for what is commonly said or that the rabbis say, Menoha Milsadam Rabban. So Rava asked Rabba Barmari, from where do we know this thing that the rabbis say? Kalamavakish Rachman Machavei, whoever requests mercy on his friend, and he needs that same thing, He's actually responded to first. So Malay, so Rabbi Mori said from a Pasik, the Sibit says in Eve. Says, Vashem Shavashbus Eve, the Hashem returned to those things which were taken away from Eve, Bezballi Badreyu, when he when he davened for those things for his friend. And so we see he got that himself first. So Malay, so Rabbi said to him, as in all these in most of these interactions that the dialogues that Rabbi had with Rabbi Mamari, he says, At Amin Mahasam, you say from there. I say from here, meaning he finds actually an earlier source. Where he brought him a Pasuk in Eve, he brings him a Pasuk in the Torah. It says, which we mentioned before, that Avram Avinu Davin to Hashem. And Avimelech and his wife and his maidservants were all healed, which again, as we said, that the womb was able to open up and they were able to have a child. Now, it says later on, that Hashem remembered Sarah like he said. Now the interpretation that, it, that Rabbi is saying is, Kasha'ama Avram el Avimelech. Like Avram Avinu had daven for Avimelech. So there's two parts over here. When it says Hashem was Paka Sarah, from the fact that it doesn't say Vayifkud Sarah, and it says Paka, which is in the past tense, sounds like that he had already remembered her, meaning that she had already conceived before Avimelech, and the reason for that is, is Kasha Amar Avram El Avimelech, like, meaning when it says Kasha Amar, although the simple translation is like how Hashem had said, the, the interpretation here is saying like, like Kasha Amar, like, like Avram Avinu had said regarding Avimelech, that because he had Davin for Avimelech and his household, that they should be able to give birth to the children that they had conceived, that's why his own wife conceived, which was already pukka, was already before what happened to the house of Avimelech, because if someone davens for someone else, and he needs the same thing, he is nena tchila. Again, another interaction between Omalei Rav and Rabbi Bamari. says, Where do we know this thing that people say? That Bahadi Hutza, together with the thorns, lucky krava, the cabbage gets, gets, gets ruined, gets, gets hurt. 
So Malay says, the says the Pasuk in Yirmiya, which obviously this is a reference to if you have a thorn that's growing near cabbage and you're coming to tear out the thorn, sometimes when you, you're going to end up pulling out and ruining the cabbage with it, and it's coming to say this concept about that the neighbors of a wicked person get punished to, together with him. So you see, he, so he said, so he said, the Pasuk in Yirmiya, it says, Lama terivu elai. Why are you contending with me? Kulchem peshatim binu Hashem. And you're all sinners to me, says Hashem, which included even the prophet, who he was giving this Navur to. Again, you see, although he was not, but since collectively, together with the Russia, they all get punished. So Amalisa Rabbi said to him, You see from a Pasig Vir in Yirmiya, I have a Pasig even from here earlier on, even in Shemalis. Pasig says, Hashem says, Until how long are you going to refuse to safeguard and to keep my mitzvahs and my tires? which that includes all the Jewish people, even Moshe and Aaron. So again, when pulling out the thorns, the cabbage gets ruined too. Again, Amalei Rav al-Rabba Ba'amarik says, Ksiv, there's a passage in Bereshit that says, Umiktsei Echav, that from some of his brothers, Lokach Hamisha Anoshim, Yosef went and took some of his brothers, and like the passage there concludes, in Bereshit Mim Zayin Beis, Ve'yitzikim Lofnei Parah, and he then presented these brothers in front of Parah. So I asked him, Man in the Hamisha, who are these five brothers? So Amalei, so Rabbi Ma'amari said, Hochem Rabbi Yechonis, Rabbi Yechonis said, It's Eisen Shehuch Falu B'Shemis, it's those brothers, which their names were repeated in the brachis that Moshe Benu gave to Klal Yisrael, which was Don, Zavulin, God, Asher, and Naftali, which the Pasuk is telling you that they were the weakest of all the Shvatim, and that's why they needed support, and that's why their name was repeated two times as a way of chizik, of, of, of strengthening them. Now those were the brothers that were presented by Yesem from the Paray so that he shouldn't want to pick them out to be the leaders of his armies and to put them in a, in a position where they have to be busy with all these other things. He wanted to exempt them, so he showed the weaker of his brothers. Now that he asked him, but Yehuda Namech fully mechful. But Yehuda's name was also repeated twice, and Yehuda was, was a mighty lion. So why, how can you say it's, the, it's those who are the weaker? So Malay, so Rabbi Mori said, no, that's Lamusa Yehuda That was actually repeated for a separate reason, for his own purposes. He says, what does it mean there in the Pasuk in the Varm where it's by the brachas of Meish Rabbeinu to, to the Shvatim? It says, that Reuven should live and not die. And his men should be in the count. Then, right away, the next Pasuk says, and this should be for Yehuda. What does Yehuda have to do with Reuven? So then he says, All the 40 years that the Jewish people were in the desert, so the bones of Yehuda were rolling around in the coffin. Now, just as Rashi points out, that all the Shvatim, their bones were taken out of Mitzrayim and buried in Eretz Yisrael. Because like Yosef said to the brothers, You should take my bones with you, which sounds like that even their bones were taken out. The only reason why it says about that they took out Yosef's bones was just to say the praise of Moshe, being that all the Jewish people were busy taking the spoils of Egypt, and he was busy doing a mitzvah of taking Yosef's bones. But all their bones went. Now, Yehuda's bones, the, the skeleton was not intact and connected. Now, the reason for that is because of the nidui, the excommunication that Yehuda took upon himself when he said to Yaakov that if I don't bring him back to you, your son, and I will have be considered a sinner to you all the days. Now, although he actually fulfilled the condition and he actually brought his son back, but, however, the kalala of a chacham, which Yehuda took upon himself, the curse of a sage, even on condition it comes. So therefore he had that curse of the nidui, and therefore his bones were not connected to his skeleton. So they were rolling around the coffin. Until Moshe Rabbeinu came along and requested mercy. 
Amlafan we said in front of Hashem, Rebbeinu the master of the world. Mi Who caused Reuben to admit to the guilt of the act that he had committed? It was Yehuda, which at the Medrash Haggadah, which in Tanchuma says that since Yehuda admitted and he said, Sadka Mimani with the story with Tamar, that he had impregnated her, so Reuben came along and said, I also did something like that, which Bilbalti Sui Avi, I moved around the bed of my father, which was with the story with his, his, his father's maidservant. So, so, so therefore it says, Moshe Bein, who caused Reuben to admit it was Yehuda, he was the cause of such uh, goodness, so he, uh, he shouldn't have this punishment of his bones rolling around. So Miyad, right away, that's what it says, Shama Hashem kal Yehuda, Hashem heard the voice of Yehuda, and that, that's the reason for the repetition of Yehuda, Yehuda, which was, one was Moshe Rabbeinu's tefillah, and the other one was Hashem's acceding to that request. So therefore, al Avril l'shafa. So therefore, all the bones went and connected to their place from where they had been disconnected from. Now, still, but still, they didn't let him up into the heavenly academy. So the Pasuk in the Bible continues, and this is all part of Moshe Rabbeinu's bracha for Yehuda. That to his people you should bring him, and he should be able to come back into the yeshiva. But still, he didn't know what the rabbis were saying to be able to deal with them in their learning. So that he should have hands to contend with them. So he was able to now handle in learning like it's called. But still he wasn't successful to say something that they should say that the halacha follows like him. So that that he should have help from his adversaries, which was again that he should be able to stand on his own and that his his words should be taken as halacha. That's what that bracha that Moshe Rabbeinu had for Yehuda. And again, that answers why, although yes, the five brothers that the names were repeated were the weaker ones, Yehuda is repeated for a different reason. That's because of Moshe Rabbeinu's request and Hashem saying that yes, he his skeleton will come back whole again. Continue again on Amali Ravel Rabbi Bamari. Again, what Rava asked of Rabbi Mamari, he says, From what do we know this thing that people say? After the poor continues and follows poverty. That the poor get poor. So Amalei said to him, It's not like you learn the Mishnah Masech, it's Bikurim. It says, Ashirim, Mevi'in Bikurim, the wealthy would bring Bikurim, which are the first fruits of the seven types of fruits that are the Shvach of Eretz Yisrael. Chitasar, Gefantein, Rimen, Shemen, Zayis, and Vash. So it says that the wealthy would bring their first fruits, beklose shal zavish al with baskets made out of gold and no silver. Now vanim the poor, they didn't have gold and silver. So besali netzarim shal klufa, they would bring bag the these baskets with twigs of peeled willows. Hasalam ba'bikurim neisin lekahanim, they would give the baskets together with the first fruits to the kahanim. Now the wealthy people would not give their baskets out of gold and silver to the kahanim. So you see that the poor get poor because he has to end up giving his basket because he can't afford the wealthy ones who would just give it the, 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 the twigs to, with that basket and he would lose that versus the wealthy didn't have to have that expenditure. Omalais, again, Rabbi says to Rabbi Mamori, At Amen Mehasim, you say from Vir, which is a, a Mishnah Masechtas Bekur, I can tell you from a Pasik. As we continue, Tamad Beis, he quotes him a Pasik in Bayikra that says, Vitami Tami Yikra, that a Matsaira that it's not, it's not enough that he has that, the nega, but actually has to embarrass himself against his will, that the terrorist says that he has to call out to people, Tommy, 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 so you see that the, who already is afflicted, his afflictions get even worse. So the poor get poor. Amalei Rabbi Rabbi Amari says, Where do we know this thing that the rabbis say? 
Hashkim ba'achal. Get up early and eat. Bekayit of ne'achama in the summer because of the sun. Ubechayit ne'atzina and in the winter because of the cold. Moreover, Amri Inchem people say shitin ruhuti rahut. Sixty people run. They're not going to reach a person that in the morning breaks bread to eat in the morning what's called Pasha, because eating bread in the morning. So he said to him, because like it says the passage in Yeshaya, it says, They will not hunger and they will not be thirsty. And therefore, they will not be hidden with the heat and, and the sun. So you see that by eating, not, by not being hungry and thirsty, then you don't get affected by the sun. So Malaysia Rabbi said to him, Atam you say from there, but I say from here, Apostle in Shemais. It says, Hashem your God. What does it mean serving Hashem? So Krishma Tfila, that's saying Shema and Davening. Then the Pasik continues, Uberich that he will that literally is translated as he will bless your bread and your water. But it's also that the person who's blessing and also getting those blessings, that's bread with salt and a pitcher of water. Then, from there on, that's what the passage continues, if a person daven and then eats breakfast, then I will remove the illness from amongst your midst. Again, a person eating a good breakfast. When it says in the passage, illness, it's actually zumar, it's a reference to the gallbladder. Why is it called machla? Because there's 83 types of illnesses that could affect it. And the word machla is the numerical value of 83, because the mem is 40, the ches is 8, and the lamed is 30, and the hay is 5, making for a total of 83. That's what the Pasuk is saying, that all these illnesses, bread with salt in the morning and a pitcher of water, nullifies and avoids all those illnesses. Amalei Rabbi Rabbi Bar Mori says, From where do we know this thing that the rabbis say? If your friend calls you a donkey, then take the saddle of the donkey and draw it to you and put it on your back. In other words, admit to him and don't respond to him. Do as he uh, agreed to what he's saying. So Amalei says, He says the passing Bereshis. And says that the Malach said, Hagar Shifcha Sari. He said to Hagar, who had ran away from Sarah, Hagar, the, the maidservant of Sarai, from where are you coming and where are you going? But she said, I'm running away from my mistress, Sarai. So you see, because he called her a maidservant, she responded in kind and said, Yes, from my mistress. Again, if a person calls you something, you agree to that premise and you respond in kind. I'm going to revel the rabbi about Mari. He says, From where do we know this thing that people say? Something embarrassing that there is regarding you. You say it first. You preempt it. So Malay says, Because the chsibah says, The passing Bereshis. says, And he said, The first thing he says is, I'm the slave of Avram. He got it out of the way. He doesn't want to carry that. Something embarrassing. You say it first before they go ahead and point it out to you. I'm going to revel the rabbi about Mari. He says, From where do we know this thing that people say? Shuffle the Ozl Bar Gavza, that the goose walks with its head down, but but its eyes are floating, meaning are looking upwards towards the distance for its food. In other words, what it's coming to say is that albeit that a person is humble and he has his head down, but he should have his eyes upward to the sky, that is, he shouldn't be embarrassed to request what he needs, whether for Torah learning, whether for Parnassa, for sustenance to collect the debt, whatever it is, 
you could have your head down. You could be humble, but you could still look upward. You could still have your needs met. So I'm late. Like it says to him, because it says the Pasuk in Shmuel Aleph. It says, Hashem that Hashem should do good to my master. You should remember your maidservant, which this is by Abigail, who she was prophesizing that her husband, Nobel, was going to die. And therefore, in her words, she alluded to David that he should remember her beauty and that he should want her when she's going to be single again. So although that right now she's uh, humble, she's, meaning she's in her position right now, she's rebuking David, but she's thinking towards the future, and that's the concept where, although the goose has his head down, but he's looking towards the future. Amalei Rabba the Rabba Bamari says, Where do we know this thing that people say? Shitin tichle, 60 mornings and, and pains, matyilakacha, reach to a tooth, that here is the sound of his friend who's ha- having festivities, but he's not eating with them. So, so Rabbi Mamor said to him, something like it says, the Pasuk in Melachim Aleph. It says, when Nasna Navi said to David Amalach, regarding what was happening, regarding the others doing things without David Amalach's awareness about appointing a different king and not Shleim Amalach, he says, and for me, me, your servant, your servant. We were not called. So obviously we see that he was complaining to David that he wasn't invited to the festivities, to the party. A person feels left out when he's isolated and that's very painful to a person. So the rabbi said to him, you say from there, I could tell you bring a Pasuk in the Torah from Bereshus. Where it says that Yitzchak brought his new wife Rivka to the tent of his mother Sarah, who had passed away. and he took Rivka, and he took her as a wife, and he loved her. And then Yitzchak was consoled after his mother. Now it says after that, after Yitzchak had taken a wife, it says that Avram went and he also added on and he took a wife who her name was Keturah because he was envious of Yitzchak. In other words, if something's happening, a person will feel that left out and therefore if Yitzchak went and got married, Avram then went and got married. Amalei Rabba the Rabba Amari says, Where do we know this thing that people say? The wine is that of the master of the king. Tivus but those who drink from the wine, they give the thanks to the waiter, to the one who's, who's in charge of the wine, and not to the king. So Malay Dechsev, says, like it says, the passing about Midbar, it says, Hashem says to Meishra that you should lean your hand on him, meaning on Yeshua. And as the passing says, so that all the Jewish people should hear and should see. And it says a passage in Devarim, Yeshua Benun Moli Ruach Achman. Yeshua Benun was full with a spirit of wisdom. Why? Because Moshe Benu had leaned his hand on him. And all the Jewish people listened to him. So we see that the passage is making it sound like that the wisdom and the greatness of Yeshua was dependent on Moshe Benu as if he gave it to Yeshua, which really, of course, is only coming from Akadish Baruchu. But that's the same concept where. Although the wine is owned by the master, but the thanks is given to the waiter that gives it to you. The medium here was Moshe Benu, and therefore he gets the thanks. Amalei Rav Rabbi Bamari says, We know this thing that people say. If the dog is hungry, he'll even eat rocks. So he says, like he says the Pasuk in Mishle, a satiated soul, a person that's full, 
toughest nefesh will even trample on honeycombs. Even something so sweet, he's not going to be interested. He's, he's not hungry. But the nefesh re'eva, but a hungry soul, kol mar matuk, anything that's bitter is like for him sweet. Wow, delicious, because he's so hungry. That's this concept where if a dog is hungry, he'll even eat rocks. Amli Rava, the Rabbi Bambari says, Where do we know this thing that people say? That a, a bad palm tree goes and travels by uh, an idle tree, meaning a tree that doesn't grow any fruits. What it's coming to say is that it's the way of a bad tree to grow next to a, a, a barren tree. So Amalei says to him, So he answered him, he says, First of all, it's written in Torah, this concept. Shanu bin Avim, it was repeated in the prophets. Umashulash Baksuvim, it's written in the writings. Utanamas Nitin, it was taught in the Mishnah. Uvatinin Baraisa, when we also learned in the Baraisa, as he explains. Kasabat Terah, if it's written in the Terah, like he says in Pasuk Baraisas. Says, Vayelech Esav el Yishmal. Esav went to Yishmal. Again, the bad go to the bad. The, the bad palm tree goes to the barren trees. Shanu bin Avim, it's also repeated in the prophets, like it says in Pasuk and Shaiftim. Says, Vayislak to el Yiftach Anoshim Rekim, that they're gathered to Yiftach, empty people, but Yiyumai, they were with him. Umeshulash Baksuvim, Chsiv, that's also a third time in the writings, which the Mepharshim explains, actually not in Ksuvim, it's in Sefer Ben Sira, which are from those things which were written in, the, in those times, which was before the times that there was anything of the Teresh of Apeh written, where he says, yishken, that all birds rest with their species, and people also tend to gravitate and congregate with those who are similar to them. Again, that the bad go to the bad. It was taught in the Mishnah, Mishnah Masech is Caleb, that it talks about that the rings of these types of beds or of a table is tummy, but the rings of a, of a wooden menorah is going to be tar. What's the difference? So the Mishnah there says that the rule is, whatever is connected to something, the tummy is tummy itself. Whatever is attached to them, the tar is tar itself. And that's the same concept where the bad that connect with the bad. And that's why is tummy. So to the Nineveh Brais, we had learned this in the Brais. Rebbe Yezayim, says, It's not for nothing that the starling goes to the raven. Because it's the same species. That's because Rebbe Yezayim held that the zarzer was a, a tummy bird. Now the Rabbanon disagree over there and Perkele Trefas, but that's what the concept that he was illustrating where, again, that the, the bad gravitate to the bad, the bad, the tummy to the tummy. Amalei Ravala Rabbi Bamar says, Menoha Milsidamar Inchev, we don't know this thing that people say, Kodis Chavrach, if you call your friend to rebuke him, and he doesn't respond, so Remei Gudur Rabbi, pick up a, a large wall, Shadei Bey, and throw it on him. In other words, let, a big, let, a wall, let the wall just fall on him. In other words, leave him in his wickedness and, and just reject him actively. Where do you know that from? Amalei says, says, Apasak in Yechazkel. says, Yan tihartich, v'loy tihartim says, Hashem says, yet I have purified you, yet you have not purified yourself from your impurities. You're not going to be purified anymore. Again, this concept where if someone tries and the person's not responding, you just leave them in their wickedness. Amalei Ravala Rabbi Bamari says, Where do we know this thing that people say? A pit, a well that you already drank from when you were thirsty. So don't throw on it these clods of, of earth. In other words, something that you needed one time, so don't degrade it. So like it says in the Pasuk in Devar, it says, Don't abominate the Edomite because he's your brother, it's Esau and Yaakov. 
neither do neither abominate the Egyptian because you were you were you you had lived you were sojourner in his land, albeit slavery on, on some level at some point. But still, since we got something out of Mitzrayim, we can't just be mavaza them right now, and we can't just throw them away. Amalei Rabbi the Rabbi Bamori says, "What do we know? The thing that people say, idolis dura." If you come and you pick up with me the package with me, the load with me, then Delina, then I'll pick it up. But if you don't, I'm not going to pick it up. In other words, it's a muscle that a, a person doesn't want to enter into a, 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 a risky business venture or to accept upon himself a, a large responsibility on a yoke unless his friend is going to do it with him. Where do we know that from? So he responded. He said, He said, says, That Barak said to Devaira Hanavia, if you go with me, then I'll go to go ahead and fight. But if you don't go with me, then I'm not going to go. Again, Omali Ravel Rabbi Bamari says, Where do we know this thing that people say? When we were young, when we were small, we were considered like adults. Now that we got old, now we're, we're small, like little children. So Amalei says, because we find this concept that me, Karik Siv, in the beginning it says regarding the Jewish people in the Shemais, it says, that Hashem went in front of them during the day with the, with the pillar of the cloud, to, to show them the, the way. And at night time, in a pillar of fire to light up for them, which Hashem himself did it. At the end it says, later on, as we continue to talk about Aleph, here, behold, I am sending an, an angel in front of you, to safeguard you in the road, where when we were younger, we had the madriga of adults, which meaning the great ones of Hashem, and then later on, we got older, then we actually got downgraded, we actually were treated like the younger, we only had a malach. And the final, what do we know this thing that people say? Basar Mori If a person follows after a man that has property to have as, as an estate, he draws fat, meaning he, he gets the, the, the fat of the land. Meaning if, if you follow someone that's wealthy, you'll get some of that yourself. So Amalei, he says, like it says, the passage in Bereshit, it says, And also for Leit, who, had, who went with Avram on his journeys, he had flock and cattle and, and tents. Meaning to say, what caused Leit to have this? It was his going with Avram. In other words, if you go after a man of means, you also will get some of that, some of that fat.